think it's 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 not very comforting to know that one of your main constituencies that are backing you for 2017 in the elective conference comes out with these conflicting statements and contradictory statements. So it doesn't really bode well for, for, for her in that way because then it becomes almost as if, you know, how, how genuine or how, how committed and, 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 and atta- uh, linked to this whole process of a female president that the, the youth, the, the, the Women's League is in terms of the statements that they've made. I think also it doesn't really bode well for the ANC in general because, you know, given the fact that they've been talking about women's empowerment and talking about it in such a real way, and then, of course, to have these conflicting statements, contradictory um, uh, messaging coming out doesn't really bode well in terms of their own linkages to gender empowerment, equity, and so forth. Was there genuinely no strong enough candidate uh, when the ANC Women's League uh, said before that uh, they didn't back a, a female president then and now they're ready to do it now? Or are they just really missing their fundamental sort of essence, which is uh, promoting women? Well, I think in 2013, they were probably also caught up in the broader politics of the party um, in terms of how the succession debate was unfolding, whether or not they, they, were, they were aligning to perhaps the core consensus in the party and, 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 and all of those kinds of messaging that was coming from the internal dynamics that the party was undergoing. So I think in that context, you know, they themselves are also caught up as a constituency uh, in terms of how the broader politics and the overarching issues within the within the within the political party actually influences these different spaces. And I think in that context, they, they, they themselves are, 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 are probably feeling as if they are also being squeezed in the party. So I think the mixed messaging that's coming out of this is, is also reflective of what's going on internally and the kinds of different um, the different positioning and the different fragmentations that are emerging in terms of the of, of the kinds of, of constituency-based politics um, aligned to personalities and so forth is unfolding within the party. Do organizations like the ANC Women's League and uh, the ANC Youth League uh, as well, now we've seen in the past when Julius Malema was head of the ANC uh, Youth League, very sort of focused and forward-thinking, radical, extremely radical, but the party didn't like that. Is this simply a case of the the Women's League and, example, the the Youth League as well, just going, that is the party line. We will modify what we present according to that and not sort of push our own agendas. Well, one can actually take that kind of view and think about it because there have been those contradictions uh, in terms of trying to take what is considered to be maybe the main consensus line in the party. And then, of course, you have other constituencies from from branches to provinces, etc., who have taken a different line. And we see this very clearly being played out in the context of uh, the support base in terms of Cyril Ramaphosa for, uh, for, for, for president of the party in 2017, and of course now Nkosuzana Lamini Zuma uh, in the, uh, contesting the same position. And we've seen those, those, those rifts emerge. And I think that has become almost uh, a sense of how it actually has managed to, to, to and not undermined in a sense, but actually managed to impact on what the real issues that these constituencies should be focusing on in terms of what their mandate is in the context of the organization.